Welcome once again to Inside LAFC, the MVP podcast from glorious Alhambra, where the temperature is fantastic. You can hear the wind in my microphone, I'm sure, but we're expecting heat in the summertime. And uh, we have a nice, cool breeze here. I don't want to bury the lead here because it's technically not the MVP podcast because Jordan Harvey's jumping in here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Fill in on a podcast. I've done a few in the past, but not with such a professional like yeah. yourself. Oh, great. Vince is like running with the Bulls or something. I don't know. <laughs> but he's not here, but we'll, we'll welcome him back. Yeah, I am not Vince. He thinks that we uh, get confused with one another, but I'm telling you right now, that's well, not the truth. Well, you're confused. Plus, I got my initials right here yes. somewhere, so it, it helps. I always love that when you see yeah, the management. When you turn to management, you get your initials on there. Yeah. Uh, JM with Jose Mourinho was always my favorite. I'd see. <laughs> But uh, it's you look like a little bit when your head was shaved, but your yeah. head hasn't been shaved in a long time. No, no, I, I have a little bit of it, so I'm gonna uh, try to keep it as long as possible until the day comes, and then it's gone again. <laughs> Has it's lucky you could do that, because when I shave my hair off, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone permanently. Yeah, we'll talk to Vince about that. Okay, I hang on to what I have. Uh, <laughs> just a reminder what you're doing with the club, because I know some folks are, are aware that listen to the pod. Uh, you are a true ambassador, and I, and I always tell you how valuable it is to have someone like you who has put the time in that the fans, the supporters can align with, relate with, and now have come out um, into your post-playing career and still have that attachment. That's very valuable for a club that's so young. Yeah, I'm glad for that, right? Yeah. Um, spent the four years here, had an amazing time, uh, but it, I've been here since day one, right? So I know the culture, I know the team, I know the, the playing model, and I know, um, you know, the people and the players. So it really helps um, my role in transitioning into life after soccer. Uh, my playing career has been tough, but it's also been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been broadcasting with yourself, which is awesome and something that's totally You're off to a great me. start, man, I gotta Thank say. Thank you very much. Um, having a lot of fun with that. Um, and then, uh, as you said, an ambassador role. So now we're working with a lot of the community outreach and doing uh, potential clinics coming up over the summertime and then even more so. And then working with different partnerships and kind of embracing that ambassador role and what LAF represents, which I'm really proud uh, that they have uh, allowed me to fulfill that. And then, um, obviously, in the coaching side of things. So a lot of player development. Lots of hats. Yeah, lots of hats. And the player development program that we're creating with Marco Garces upstairs is um, almost finished. And, uh, and now it's like carrying it out. And so I'm really excited about that. Uh, There's a lot of layers. There's so a lot of many, layers, too, you have the lost So many lights, layers. So the, we're uh, probably about two in. But he's a, he's a super intelligent guy. I love bouncing things off of him. And, and uh, with my MLS experience and his global experience, it's really fun. Um, working with him and then I'm on the field a lot of the time with the first team um, some with the Las Vegas lights and then the Academy team which I did last year a lot with the 15s knowing that this was going to happen eventually um, and getting my uh, coaching badge uh, license and so a lot of hats a lot of fun uh, love just being around that's what I always say don't stay in your lane <laughs> run into other lanes because you, you want to see how it all is, and you're doing a fantastic job of that. By the way, I forgot to mention at the top, we'll be joined by LAFC goalkeeper John McCarthy, who's starting the U.S. Open Cup game. We'll talk about uh, his life here in L.A., coming from Philadelphia. You're going to really enjoy that. He's a very colorful, funny, uh, just, just guy who pulls you in. One right? of my favorite, uh, and I've said this probably, it's getting old now, uh, I've said one of my favorite signings of the offseason, probably to five different guys, but it's true. In different ways, every signing has really contributed already so much to the club and the roster. I'm always uh, amazed with the uh, goalkeepers because, look, 
if you're a midfielder, there's room. You know, it could be three or four spots. You can come in for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Same with defenders, same with attackers. Not the same with goalkeepers. And, you know, he came, and he, Maxime Crepeau was going to be the guy here. We never know what could happen. Knock on wood injury or, or a form issue. But he knew that he was going to be here, and, and he would have to provide a lift for this team, be vibe with the team in different ways. And it seems like he's knocking it out of the park in that category. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic, a backup goalkeeper. And and almost you can draw a lot of correlations with uh, Maxime Crepeau and on the field stuff. The LAFC goalkeeper doesn't see a lot of shots, but when they do, it's in, in spurts and it's uh, they have to be on. And the same is somewhat with a backup goalkeeper. You aren't going to see a lot of games with Maxime Crepeau as your starter, um, but you're going to get spots here and there and you have to be ready. And uh, John McCarthy's attitude, his personality, uh, exudes confidence and uh, his communication skills, always talking, always being a glue guy in the locker room, on the field. Um, It's huge to have, not only in training sessions, but knowing he can just jump in when called upon. Glad you're here, Jordan, because we can talk about that. We also want to talk about the game for this weekend, uh, LAFC busy week with open cup and then they have fc cincinnati get to see their new ballpark but this sporting kansas city game uh for me they came in there was you know there's question marks obviously the galaxy result how are they going to be affected by that playing easter sunday which can be very distracting uh, because everyone has family is everyone you know, whether it's church going if if whether it's just family time those kind of things you think about and it's one o'clock in the afternoon so I, I hate to use the word trap game, but maybe it was one of those. And then LAFC falls behind early. And then this response, which just illuminated the stadium. Because with me, I said, it's not going to be great um, at 1 o'clock on a Sunday because people may not be into it. But, boy, and I give credit to the players. And, obviously, the 32-52, they energized that place. Scored three unanswered to be able to score a, a very important win, which moves them back to the top of the Western Conference. Yeah, it's a common theme with LAFC, which hopefully breaks as the season goes on. Uh, but teams are getting a good start. It was with Orlando. It's when, uh, even with Miami, I wouldn't say Miami played well, but we just didn't start with intention and real purpose. And you saw that after Kansas City scored, uh, right after that, uh, maybe not the one minute after, I think they got a corner, but right after that, you saw real purpose and intention with LAFC, getting chance after chance, and then they broke it down, got the goal, and um, we've talked a lot about depth. And it's so important. And a guy like Tajiri Shradi coming on and hitting a banger like he did. Um, he's done it against us, as you've seen in 2018. And even in New York, uh, I think it was 21. Um, but he's soars, he scores bangers. And that was one of the top ones I've seen. He's, he's loathed all over the league because he scores goals. I, I, was, I was doing research for the Orlando game. And I talked to, and obviously playing in New York City FC, they play Orlando more frequently, and I was talking to the announce team there. I go, no, that guy killed us all the time. He can play. <laughs> he's like, he play. he's got this. And so I'm so glad he's here because now Sporting Kansas City is like Ismail Tajiri Shradi and Steve Chirund. Before I ask you this, where would that goal rank? Because when I saw that, I had this very distinctive reaction because it was so unexpected. It came from 80 yards back. Yeah. And I was just held back, and the people next to me had the same reaction. I've talked to people about it. I look at the reaction even from the 3252. There's like a moment pause. The Dave Denholm was caught off guard. John Champion is a broadcaster. You can't blame them because, yeah. I mean, that was one of the, I'd say top five goal I've seen in that building, and that's saying a lot. I would agree with top five. Uh, I, I've had comments. Uh, I think it was Thorington said that was one of the best goals he's seen in like. 
just a real banger out of nowhere uh, that LAFC's ever scored. And you, it brings up a Laurent Simon free kick, but that is, you're anticipating that, right? This one was so, uh, like you said, caught off guard, a ball over top, and you, you think he has nothing to do with that. There's two guys coming, they're closing him down, and just out of nothing, he caught Melia off guard for sure as well. He was kind of just sliding over. Um, but yeah, I would say a top five. Diego scored some real good goals, kind of in that similar fashion, whether they were crosses or goals are up for debate, uh, or shots are up for debate. But yeah, nothing like that. And Tajuri, um, you know, Brian goes down, and there's a real confidence around the team coaching staff when you can put in a Tajiri Shroudy. And the same is the case now with uh, Franco Escobar, who's coming back from fitness. But Tajiri was somebody that at the beginning of the season, he had a little knock, right? And so you didn't really uh, put him into the fold. And now as the season's progressing, all these guys are really coming together and contributing in great ways. So it's been it's been really nice so far. They're coming off the bench. And obviously everyone says, well, super sub. But if you're playing that well off the bench, you'd like to start. And it's part of uh, the dilemma that Steve Cherundolo has. And I know when he was asked afterwards, he would say, what a great, everyone would say, what a great response. And he would say, well, we, I'd like to get a better start. Yeah. So I get, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. And y you have to think LAFC are really close to getting off a good start. Even against the Galaxy, I saw you at halftime. We were like, they played well. It's, they're down two goals. It's, it's not an excuse, but it's the way this, this sport goes sometimes. But... Obviously, to alleviate slow starts, if you can call them that, that's not the best it's way more, to phrase it's it. It's more like lethargic or un unintentional like starts. It's just it's not really moving the ball with real purpose. Yeah, is really what it is. Um, or or playing in behind like with real. There was attention. purpose. Like yes. this Sunday, there was purpose after. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And you could see we can control the game and we could put passes together. But then breaking the lines, and then once you break those lines, really going at the back line. Um, with real intention and purpose, like we've talked about. And you've seen it in, in doses, for sure. Um, hopefully you don't want to go uh, down a goal um, for it to really come, come about like Steve is alluding to. Um, but there's real substance in how we're playing. Um, and, and it goes with two ways. Uh, the Galaxy game, you saw a really good uh, brand in between the boxes, but then in the boxes, we gave up the Chicharito kind of fading to the back post, uh, falling asleep on the other goal. And so um, now it's putting everything together, and that's how you really go into a game, uh, start bright, and then just control it throughout. And you've seen it in the past with LAFC, and this team is, has so much potential, and I know it's going to come at some point. As a second-half team, still have not conceded a goal in the second half, and they're yeah. scoring a ton. Amazing. But the substitution uh, uh, situation, which uh, continues to show a, a golden touch for Steve Cherundolo when he brings guys in. This time it was Tajuri Shradi and Sifu come off the bench to score. Danny Masovsky came off the bench and almost made it three for three. What is, and you're around the club, but what is that uh, dimension like when you when Steve talks to these guys? You're, you're gonna come off the bench and we're gonna require, and the proof is in the pudding. We've had guys come in and make an impression. And it seems like guys are really stepping to the, it doesn't seem it is, they are stepping to the plate in that role, knowing that they can alter a game. Absolutely. Uh, when you have a roster with depth, not only uh, does it create competition, it creates good training sessions. So then the level is being raised because there's no real first team, second team. If you mix it up, the level is a high, stays at a high level. Um, you don't drop off after, say, the 14th guy to 22. You have real depth that creates competition, good level of training, and then people with opportunities. When you get are given opportunities, it creates 
uh, a real sense of purpose that you have for the team. So not only if you're going to get an opportunity, but taking that opportunity, knowing that if you do, more will come. All of those things, when there's no cracks in that armor and someone maybe uh, not getting an opportunity that maybe deserves it or someone that doesn't deserve it getting an opportunity. I know I'm going on a rant here. No, no, but no when, I think it's great. But when you have a real uh, roster that is set and solid and people know their role and then can fill that role, um, I think that's huge. Uh, and it creates um, not only the competition, but it creates uh, real camaraderie within that locker room. I, look, if you're around this team, you see it all the time. And you'll notice that with, with John McCarthy when we see it, these guys – when remember so many eight of them were new to this club and you can't really tell when you're around this because it's uh it's very positive obviously winning games goes a long way but we've seen it with the shalalas you see it with the lafc and yeah. uh, they they lap it but up they like all the guys that have come in have really bought in they've really bought in they've seen it from afar you you, you know you talk to john or you talk to maxime acosta they've seen it from a distance hauling said and they're like man that looks like an amazing environment and then they get here and they're like i am all in it is an amazing environment and so yes you have the shalalas you have the chance um but it's the stuff in the locker room uh that I, I really love to see uh, bringing everyone together. There's no clicks. It's everybody really uh, working together in a really good way. Um, and it gives me the feel of a 2018 when everybody was kind of coming in, they were in the same boat. Um, and because these players that we've picked up are so impactful and so uh, huge in this roster, that it creates that environment that everybody's kind of in the same boat and, and learning to work together for the first time. So everybody's open. So many great performances, and I try not to single out, so I'm not going to, but I know, you know, Cheeky, to me, I mean, he was involved in the Johnny Russell goal, and people are going, he should have done better. But when I look at the two balls he played, those were uh, the, some, maybe the best two he's played and a sign that he's continued to grow in that position. Uh, everyone working so hard. Uh, Mamadou, I've I seen a guy who's gotten rid of mistakes. I mean, there's, he's still a kid, but... When I see that he's able to push that aside, it, it you look at a, a defender that is elite because he can defend, he can play with his feet, he can jump, yeah, or feet five feet ab ab above the ground. Ground, it's it's pretty. I mean, I don't see players like that. And the stats reflect it. Um, the stats reflect that he is one of the top defenders in this league. Um, and to your point, from preseason until now. Um, he has developed quite a bit. And I, when you talk about I, I, some of the I'm passes seeing that, that he right? makes, Is it? and, and I, I love working with him on this. It's, it's, you know, the timing of the passes. It's one, two touch, playing simple, not trying to overdo it or hit that pass that, like, breaks down a team. Finding Ilya, finding uh, Acosta, finding uh, Latif or your outside backs. Just playing very simple, but one, two touch makes this team very effective. Not just lumping it in behind because you think it might come off waiting for the right moment, and he can hit that pass too. He has great touch, great control, and he has great uh, distribution. He can hit any pass in the game with that right foot. Any pass, yeah, any, any I, pass. I, I don't doubt it. Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty incredible. So LAFC tied for points with uh, Philadelphia for the best point total in Major League Soccer. Now they head off to Cincinnati, and these guys have to be uh, – Excited about these East, I guess these East Coast trips because they've been successful on the first two that they've had down in Florida, and now this Cincinnati team, which is improving. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be a national game again. I believe it's on FS1 and LAFC. 
challenge to challenge. What do you expect here? What is it? What are the guys like when they go on the, on the road trips? How how is that? Uh, I mean, I don't go on the road. Uh, now not playing. I have, don't do any of the road trips. I don't do the road trips. Um, how did you, man, how did you, I, it's how did you nice. wrangle it's that? Kinda, it's kind of nice. Uh, that's the retired, that's the perk of Do you being go to the retired. airport and say goodbye yeah, as they board? I just, I just ship them off. Have a great flight, guys. Yeah, um, but the, the mentality has been the same at home. So this Kansas City game is much like how they've been playing on the road. It's just, yeah. um, you know, maybe not the, the, the best or best start like we've talked about but they know how to win games they know how to win with set pieces which is huge going through a season and potentially into the playoffs set pieces are a massive uh component of the game that really sways a team from winning a championship and not um so being good at those is huge and they've been doing that great on the road so going to a, uh, a place like cincinnati um a new stadium i mean this is one that I would love to go to just because of these new stadiums now that are popping up throughout the league. It's going to be a good environment. LAFC, much like, uh, you know, the top end teams in this league. Uh, I, I feel like when I've played against top end teams, they always bring a, a lot of fans, not just road fans, but your own fans then come out because they want to see these players. So it's, it's going to be a great environment to my point. And, um, you know, Kenny Arena is there now. So there is some LAFC ties there. Uh, Kenny was here for the four years, and now he's there. I'm sure w working with defenders yeah. nonstop, saying go to the ball and, and offensive marking. And, I, man, I, I've Kenny's uh, voice drilled into my head, so I'm sure he's doing a great job down there. And I think it's uh, that new staff is where you can contribute their their uh, improvement. Yeah, Pat Noonan and uh, they – again – Dominic Kinnear, Kenny yeah, Arena, yeah. One of these clubs that have just – has never fulfilled any of their preseason hopes, but they're certainly doing that here. And it is a great stadium. I had a chance to see it for the U.S. game, and it feels like you're in Germany or the Netherlands. Or that is like U.S. team's hub now, isn't it? It should. I think I think it should be here, too. Yes. I know they wouldn't do that, <laughs> but just a food for, uh, just food for thought. Because I know they have the Leagues Cup coming up. Yes, here. yes. It's going to be fun at SoFi Stadium. That'll be amazing. I'm hearing they're bringing in grass, so that'll be great. And the, the atmosphere there, it'll be interesting. It's a massive stadium, but you're also bringing – uh, some rival teams in in one stadium, so it'll be interesting how they handle that. But it will be, I'm sure, a great atmosphere. No Miguel Herrera for America, so we can't have uh, Ante versus Miguel part two. <laughs> oh God! As much as we would like to see that, <laughs> I think Maybe Ante they're... would too. <laughs> this, uh, hey, we're we're just getting started. We're gonna get back and we're gonna have the interview here with John McCarthy. You're gonna love him, uh, LAFC fans. You can see all the work he is doing to get Maxime ready to get his team ready for every game and starting to play some games as well because you know if you practice hard for this team you're going to get some games this is inside lafc mvp podcast rate review subscribe tell a friend we'll be back with john mccarthy we're back here on inside lafc i can't officially call it the mvp podcast be the mj that doesn't work mjp podcast that doesn't matter what does matter is we're here with uh, john mccarthy the big man and go. Welcome to the, your first yes. appearance. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Are we gonna Are we gonna point out the obvious that Vince isn't here? No, I mean, we've we've established have we that. Established we have established that? that. I just don't want people to think that because no, no, he no. thinks that we look alike. We're, that Vince is still here. We're recording these out of out, out of order, so at the beginning we will address that, and then they would have known it. It's like Willy Wonka's house in here when we. Gotcha, gotcha. I was gonna say, who's Vince? <laughs> oh, no. You don't know who Vince is. <laughs> Of course he knows. Of course he knows. <laughs> we know who you are. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, the first. Listen, I remember I first at the first thing I remember hearing when 
you arrived and they asked a Super Bowl pick and they go Rams or Bengals. Your answer was Eagles. And I go, you can take the kid out of Philadelphia. Go birds. <laughs> go go birds. birds. Easy but, enough. Philadelphia, man, they got some. They got some good soccer. Yeah, I mean the union's doing all right right now. You know, still don't really support them anymore because you got to play against them and all. But like, I but you did support them. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, it's my team. It's my hometown team. So I'm like, I'm a Philly kid through and throughout. And so you're supporting every team, Philly. I see you coming in yeah. here with Sixers jerseys. Oh, Sixers, Sixers. We're all Toronto about it right now. Smacked yesterday. <laughs> it was easy money. I don't even know why they showed up. You know, it, was, it was 20 points in the third quarter. I could have taken a nap. You know. Is this the year? Yeah, hope every year yeah. is the year, but realistically, you got some, you got some, some guys, and I guess when you say there's no real like power teams out there, there's no super teams out there that can like really take it. Yeah, we have, we have three good players and a, and a fourth role piece. You know, that's, what we do. How serious that's he got. Worst, I'm serious. That's the worst thing to give Philly fans. A little bit of hope. A little bit of hope, dude, because I need to demand the most. You know, yeah, and then it's heartbreak, you know it and then yeah. it's heartbreak. Yeah. What is the what is the one team on your as your Philadelphia fandom that you would put over all the others Sixers. to win? Sixers, really? Yeah. I was expecting here Eagles, but it's Sixers first. Nah, I'm a Sixers fan. Yeah, football good for, for good me, for you. Football for me is like my my family likes it, family friends like it, all that stuff. Like good friends, like for me, you fall asleep in the first, you wake up in like the third or the fourth. You know, you can <laughs> enjoy it. You know, but no, I still support the Eagles and stuff like that. I still watch the games. Okay, so I played in Philly a couple years. Yeah, yeah. You know this. Yeah. Um, I love the Philly people, the character. Oh, they're great. Where do you think that comes from? Um, it's just it's just a blue collar, exactly. hardworking mentality. Yeah. But it's uh, honest to your face, which uh, there's no beating around the bush. You're gonna exactly. get exactly what they want. You know, like it, the blue collar, working hard mentality is spot on. Is that in the upbringing, or is that just something like you guys just talk a lot of smack uh, on the playground? It just trickles through all the way. Yeah, you talk. You talk. Can I curse on this? I was gonna say talk a lot. I said, of yeah, smack, I lot I of said smack. Talk a lot. Of shit. We'll have to edit it out. So it's just more work for us. Um, <laughs> you know, you, and and talking smack is like a good thing. You know, it like embraces you as like a sign of respect. Yeah, it's sign of respect. So if you can you can take it, you can give it, and and. That, that's just how I, like people are brought up in Philly. That's how you're brought up. You talk to each other that way, and, and you know it's in good, good manner, good meaning. You know? that's, that's just how Philly people are. And I, I think guys start to pick up on my, my mannerisms here. That's how I am day in and day out. You know, I, just, I dish things out all the time, and I, me and Jordan get into it from time to time. It's just life. That's how You just got to be able to take it, right? Yeah, if you, if you can't take it, then fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's a Philly me. Yeah. That's not, no, that's not true. <laughs> Some of the guys inside the dining hall are looking and laughing, so we know you dish it out yeah, because they're yeah. sitting there going, yeah, they're going to they're dish it out yeah. your way. I almost caught myself. I was like, screw it. Well, I catch myself. That's exactly how I would talk anyway. Yeah. So like, the one thing about I Philly, know. and I, we can't really make this too much about Philly, obviously. Yeah. But the, I mean, <laughs> the one thing is, like, the, the folks from Philly, and it's that old song, is that nobody likes us and we don't care. But it's yeah. like, if you don't like we'll, we'll, we'll be nice if you don't like us, we don't care. Yeah, no, exactly. That's how it is. You know, Good. I friends with you, I like you, you know. If you don't like me, then it the is what it is, whatever, man. I ain't got nothing against you for not liking me. I'm not forcing you to like me. That's just no one's not, not liked okay. you, though. Okay, but talking about liking, um, and I, I know there's probably going to be a third answer here, but Pats or Genos? Nah, it doesn't matter. They're like, go out, have a good time out, then you go to Pats or Genos. They're like the touristy, they're the cheese steaks you go, okay, to. I go so to. I go to local spots, Steak and Hoagie Wurtz in Northeast Philadelphia. That's the spot I go oh. to. Steak and Hoagie Wurtz. I, I, I grew up going to that spot. That was like the, the special day, like, 
once a month you'd get that. You know, that was the spot for us. You got to send this to them. Maybe you get a few when you head home. Ah, I would love it. I don't. Even, I hope they're still open. But <laughs> see, see, when I hear the Philadelphia folks, I go to Pasadena's and go, "This is fantastic. I can eat this all day." I'm like, no, no, no don't go there. No, I go, but it no. tastes great. No, no long yeah. lines. Average. Long lines. Yes, yeah. that's a different story. Uh, coming to LAFC, I mean, this was uh, you came at Maxime Crapo, so they they you agreed afterwards, and this was obviously a new start. What did you know about the club, and uh, what excited you about joining this team? Yeah, um, all I knew about the club was they were winning on all levels. You know, they were winning at the, they won everything that you could possibly win in one season, besides the the final. You know, that's what uh, that's where I looked at LAFC, and obviously they had the one off last year. You had a rough season. Um, so <laughs> it was all Jordan. It was all Jordan's fault. No, <laughs> no, 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 that, that happens. But he's you were, wait, wait, you were on Miami last year. But since that happened, yeah, you know, no. <laughs> let's just keep talking now. But no, since, since that happened, you guys as a club, everyone looked at LAFC and was like, wow, they're, they're what, three, four years old and they're, they're competing and winning and doing it the right way. So that's, that's where my mindset was when I got a phone call that there might be an opportunity to come here. I was like, yeah, that. That's what I want to be a part of. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to push to play and push to push to lift their trophy in some way, you know. And then in the off season, I mean, your uh, player profile as somebody LAFC was obviously looking for. We signed a lot of MLS experience um, coming from Philly to Miami. Now here, uh, how do you feel like you're gelling with the group? Because I feel like you are a major glue guy on this roster now. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, I, like I don't know. I just try to try to enjoy the moment. You know, I try to enjoy every day. It's it's like. It's a job, but it's 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 a dream to do this every single day. I think everyone would say that realistically. Um, and with the group of guys that we have, we have a good group of guys, and like you said, we have some good veterans on the team. But when it's a, it's a new team, you try to you try to pull everyone in, and I really try to include everyone and talk shit to everyone. You know, <laughs> that's what I try to do. It's you, it works you though. It. No, you do. You it do. loosens up, yeah, it I, lubricates I, the team, and you know, it's not just the players; it's with the staff too. You really try to try to enjoy it with them. You know, you don't want to just. It is when you cross the white line. Yeah, it's business for me. I'm a business like I, I, I locked in. I'm focused. But like after training, before training, yeah, let's enjoy it. You know, you worked hard in your career to become a professional goalkeeper. We could see it with your path going to college and coming here. You have proven you could be a, a number one goalkeeper. Here, you're Maxime's the number one, and you, as you said, you you do things to help keep things light. But how is that? How do you make that time so that you're uh, essential for the club? with your communication or whatever it is that you have to do to make sure that uh, you have a, an active role? Um, I just train every day like I want to win in everything I do. So my mentality is when I go out there, I play to win and I play that I'm going to play on the weekends. Like you said, Maxie's number one, spot on. But I'm playing that if, if an opportunity does come my way, I want to be able to step right in and nobody blinks an eye. Every single day, that's how I train. And that's how I want to be known. And whether that opportunity does come around, that's what I want. But if it doesn't, I want people to know that I give it my all every single day. What's that relationship been like with Maxime? Because great. That's, it's great. <laughs> Maxime, Tomas, Oka, really, really good guys. And when Omar, Omar comes up with um, uh, the USL, we have a good, good group to train with every day and push each other. And I, and I think we hold each other to a very high level. Um, and I think that goes a long way, and I think it shows. It's a lot of fun when you're playing handball every morning. <laughs> one and time we play handball. <laughs> play handball one time, and of course it's you're a handball. Uh, we play you're, handball one you're time. You're Olympian. It's a one time they're doing the sprints. The field, <laughs> the field yeah. players are doing sprints the one time, so they gave us smack because we did handball one time all season. Oh, it's on the sideline. I can see it right now. Oh yeah, it's on hand. There's a lot of types of handballs. Is it off the wall or is it just smash ball? Okay. Now it's very popular amongst the front office. Now into the goalkeepers. 
a lot of hand-eye coordination. I can see why it's helpful, but it's a lot of laughs over there. So you have to enjoy you it. Take it seriously. You have to point. enjoy it. You have to enjoy it. That's why I said we play on the outside. When you cross the inside of the white lines, then it's serious. But we play right off the field, so yeah. the mentality stays the same. <laughs> I, can, I really see how much you enjoy it. I, I I envy you. I mean, it's like you really both feed in and doing this. It's it's fantastic, and I I feel great because the club you're here. And we all need that. Everyone needs that. Yeah. We, the broadcasters, we see that, and, and it's great. Um, playing at that stadium and seeing the 3252 and seeing what they bring, what, what, uh, what, is that, what comes to mind when you see that kind of atmosphere? It's sick, man. It's really sick. Like, you, you say there's, like, good supporters, there's good fans across good stadiums across the league, but then you get out there, and every single game, these dudes are bouncing back and forth. These dudes are yelling for 90 straight minutes. You know, obviously, they take their halftime break like everyone else, but still, they're yelling nonstop. And once that, like, once that whistle blows and they're yelling, you get the chills for, like, 10 seconds straight, whether you're playing or not playing, and then you're locked in. But then to have them in your corner, that goes a long way. So what you just mentioned as far as the soccer side of things, uh, my favorite part of my career is when I had kids. And you have one on the way. Yeah. Are you Congrats. excited uh, to be able to share that aspect of your life? I know probably it'll take a year or two, but that aspect of your life, sharing that with my kids was the most special moment of my career. Are you guys yeah. excited about that? Yeah, Jackie um, Jackie and I have I've talked about it. Like, It's like a stage in your career that you, you want to play for as long as you can. But if you do get the, the opportunity to have kids during your career, um, I, I, I picture and I see other players like Maxi this weekend, Ryan this weekend. You have the opportunity to walk out there on your field with your kid. You know, obviously my gonna be bundled up or oh, you'll carry newborn. It. You know, I'll carry, I'll carry yeah. the kid around for a little bit. But then, like when the kid's one or two, and you get to jog around on the field, and that that's something that I, I, I look forward to. You know, I get a little emotional thinking about it because it's truly like a stepping stone that you don't know if you ever really will get there because you never know how your career is gonna go. But uh, one, it's play soccer and have your kid walking around too it's like i'm a dad now like, yeah. holy crap <laughs> you're on dad time yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot more professionalism a lot more efficiency with your time uh, in man. and out yeah um, i'm excited for it. i know you're going to take it on with uh, both hands and those moments whether it's pictures carrying your kid out into the field or um if they're old enough now to be running around the field kicking goals it's going to be special for you. I'm Thank really excited. You. Thank you. My little See, nephew's coming, actually, and I, I want to get him on the field. So. I, I, yeah, that's this too. This that's is too. a soccer podcast, but now thanks to Jordan, I have to call my dad. I feel so. <laughs> 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 a little emotional, man. It, is you know, it, 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 it is a little it's emotional. True. It is. It's yeah. the truth. Uh, your lady's here. Jackie? She's, yeah, yeah, she's here. So there's a chance that uh, baby's going to be a Los Angelino. Is that what they call him? <laughs> Is that, what they, is that what they call, they call <laughs> Get a lot of grief when they go back to Philly, but yeah. at some point. <laughs> that soft LA kid. Yeah, man. Back to Philly. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what they call them. Born on the beach, they said. Oh. Born on the beach. Uh, it'll be nice. Yeah, no, nah, we good. Be good. <laughs> Before that you go, but just. Los Angelino? Los Angelino. Los Angelino, okay. Gotta put a little uh, right. a Spanish it's flavor. Been, what, what is it, like a Kenzo? Where are you from? Yo, a Kenzo. What a shout that is. <laughs> are you from like, Northern uh, uh, no, Like, I, yeah, I live. That, yeah, I yeah, okay. Yeah, Kenzo's a great shot. Kenzo, wow. that was the bartender in Philly. He was a Kenzo. He's a Kenzo, yeah. Well, yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, he that's was faking. He could have pulled him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Philadelphia, North Jersey, we've had a lot of folks from there come through these doors. So uh, there's a uh, there's a brotherhood. But how what is the soccer scene out like that? How do you get involved where you say, this is a sport I want? Because I'm looking at you, you look like you could play a lot of sports. Basketball, too. Ba yeah, how I tall are you? Basketball, 6'3". 6'3". I love basketball. I, like, I, like I said about the Sixers, like, Oh, of course. It's all I, coming that's together. My team. That's my team. But, like, I, I told Jordan this before, like, on my off days, I like to go out and shoot. 
in my community, there's actually hoops. So like I, hit, I just go out and shoot for like 45 minutes to an hour by myself. Like this is what I did when I was in <laughs> Philly. Great. When I was in Philly, I lived at home with my parents for three years. Sunday night from like 3:30 to like nine o'clock at night, whether I training or practice the next day, I was playing basketball for that long. There was runs for like hours upon hours that like guys would show up to the courts. It was phenomenal in the summertime. I'm telling you, I would go out and just. And when play. did you meet Jackie? Not during that time. I knew Jackie since college. Okay. Yeah, I, so she was she was already part of it. I played in the murals in college. You know, she I played on the uh, the uh, guys and girls team, the co-ed team in college for intramural basketball. We won a city six championship. I it was see sick. You backing down some women in the paint. No, so that that's a different story. That's a different story. So no, that's a different story. That's a whole. Are going down the wrong alley. No, no, right it's now? a good alley. It's a good alley. <laughs> it's, it's a good alley because we played and and we had like a bunch of girls on our team and it was guys and we showed up to this tournament in city six. So you play Villanova, you play St. Joe's. The winner of each school shows up. Oh, so we you're were serious. We were dead serious. We won. Oh. We won LaSalle. And when we got there. We were like winning, and then all of a sudden, this dude from St. Joe's blocks one of our girls. And my buddy Mike Horn, he goes, "Yeah, we're playing serious now. We're swatting chicks. We're like, <laughs> yeah, we're here. To, yeah, we were we were playing all friendly and stuff, dude. We you were started this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 we were playing friendly, and then one you blocked one of the girls on our team. Yeah, we were like, on. we were like, yeah, come on, man. And, on. and he was like, we're playing. I was like, okay, it's on. We blew him out by like 45. There we go. Let me, That's his mentality. <laughs> Let me ask you this because uh, it's an opportunity. But playing <laughs> basketball, do you see that helping you in, in soccer? Absolutely. And eyes, all of that. I played my whole life. I played up until senior high school. You know, I, I had to give up, like, high school ball, but I still played. Um, with my friends on like uh, a travel team and stuff like that. But just, coming out for crosses, different things like no, that. No, going the up, going up for ball. rebounds, yeah, shuffling, 100%. defending. Like, I, like uh, I pride myself on prided. I don't even know if that's a word. I pride. I pride you myself. You do. Yeah. Myself. Used correctly. I said prided though, so I think. Uh, prided yeah, incorrect. Yeah, you're from Philly. I prided it myself <laughs> on uh, on my defensive ability. Like I I, I took I took it as like a, a challenge to lock down the best guy on the other team, and that was my thing. I love doing that. I really did enjoy enjoy that growing up. So, well. We appreciate you joining us, and I, I, I know I speak for everyone. It's, it's great that you're here because the energy is palpable, and uh, <laughs> I feel like, like running through. And, by, and I know Cam, David Cameron, you guys are waiting. If you win three in a row. We did. The Philly, we, you did. We did. We got we to gotta just order something. You got to order the cheesesteaks, which I don't know how that's going to arrive. We talked um, to Larry Bird about it, too. He wants in on it. So I don't know if you want in on it. <laughs> the owner. Larry Bird. The owner. Yeah, Larry, Larry Bird, Bird is in on it. Yeah, yeah, because he's from that area, around that area. So like, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Actually, well, the first day when I arrived, he was uh, – we, uh, he was at the airport and he was trying to get the Eagles game on and I told them to score because it couldn't come through and he's like, oh, obviously the Eagles are winning so he was very happy. Yeah. So I felt that was a good employee that day. Yeah. Sorry, hooking <laughs> you up. John McCarthy, learn to love him. One of the best here, here and joining us on the Inside LFC MVP podcast for now. <laughs>